Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. This is James Duff Merritt, and I want to welcome you to the KSAM Speaks podcast. Now, this is a podcast where topics involving law enforcement are discussed while offering real and transparent answers. Now, we are not trying to change the world, but just change one heart at a time. Here's your host, KSAM. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? Appreciate you, James, for that intro. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the new KSAM Speaks podcast. I am super excited to be with y'all yet again. First off, before we get started, man, Happy New Year. 2024 is here already, man. I always tell people life moves quick. Uh, shout out to my, uh, what was he, man? My algebra teacher? Nope, math teacher. Same thing in high school. I think my freshman year, Mr. Simpson. Mr. Simpson always said, time waits for no man. And he would always tell us this because taking a math test, especially when you didn't do your homework or study the material, boy, you'd be sitting there scratching your head. Like, ah, man, X plus Y. Oh, Lord. But, yeah, Mr. Simpson always used to walk around class tapping that little that little ink pen on his hand. Time waits for no man, Mr. Simpson. <laughs> man, shout out to Mr. Simpson. But, uh, man, it's such a such a beautiful day out here uh, dark Texas. It is cold. Um, I know a lot of cities across the United States is experiencing uh, some cold weather. All my people back in Louisiana, man, hope everybody's doing well. Um, I, I hear, well, I see, I hear, but I see on social media a lot of power outages and water that's that's out. But uh, yeah, man, it's it's pretty it's pretty brisk. This is not for the week. Uh, we we looking at like sixteen degrees out here, and it feels like six. Yeah, I don't I don't like that, man. I'm a, I'm a summertime person. Man. I always tell people, man, I'd rather the heat. I'd rather sweat. They've been freezing cold and got to worry about pipes freezing and stuff. But, uh, but yeah, ladies and gentlemen, man, it feels so good to be back. I know I took a couple of months off at the end of last year, but like I have stated, if you follow my social media pages, I was using this time to focus on the rebrand, coming up with a different logo and see where exactly I want to take this podcast, um, which is what I came up with, KSAM Speaks. It's going to be the same material, same content. Um, I just needed a, a more unique name. Um, but again, if you follow social media, you saw the big announcement video that I've done. If you don't follow my social media pages, uh, Instagram and Facebook, you could do that by going to K Sam Speaks Podcast, and you should be able to pull those things right up. Uh, also, um, depends on how you listen to this. I'm on Spotify and Apple Podcasts under also now K Sam Speaks Podcast. So make sure you share that with your friends, family, loved ones, and let's tap in. Uh, people always say it costs $0 to share uh, people's pages and stuff. So, man, but I appreciate everybody who always tune in. Um, man, it, it means so much. All the words of encouragement that I always get about the podcast, uh, keep going. You know, it, it it means a lot. It means a lot. I do not take nothing for granted. But. To start 2024 off, <clears throat> excuse me, this will be a little short, sweet episode. I ain't going to hold y'all too long. I just want to more so come on here, just talk to y'all, say, hey, happy new year. And I want to do a quick recap on how the year ended for law enforcement. And what I mean by that, if you are a regular listener, then you know I always like to start my episodes talking about 
the number of officers shot in the line of duty, number of officers killed by gunfire in the line of duty, uh, number of officers that was shot in a ambush style attack. And then I like to kind of talk about the suicide numbers for police officers, dispatchers, EMT personnel, medical personnel, and firefighters. So this pretty much what this main episode, this episode is going to be about. I want to give y'all the ending numbers uh, for 2023 in all these categories. So I get all my information from the National Fraternal Order of Police. Uh, you can follow them on Instagram under FOP, I think it is. Um, and you could you can see all this information where I'm getting it from and stay kind of up to date with all the information that I provide to y'all. Because I always tell people, make sure you fact check the information that you hear and just don't run with it. So it's FOP national and you should be able to pull it up uh, easily, but they reported as of December 31st, 2023 at midnight. Here are the following numbers. 378 officers were shot in the line of duty. 46 officers were killed by gunfire. Um, 138 officers were shot in 115 separate ambush style attacks. And you take all these numbers and compare it to 2022, and that is up plus 14% of the number of officers that were shot in the line of duty from 2022. Um, and that, that that's a lot. So when we only talking about gunfire. So we're not talking about officers that were possibly hit by uh, vehicles or even stabbed or whatever type of other death that you could imagine. Um, this is strictly gunfire. So just compare. So I was just and I was just doing my research, kind of looking at what can I talk about? And I was like, oh, let's do this update. So as I'm scrolling through their page, I, I, I came across this this disturbing number. So this is the report from December 1st, 2023. So keep in mind what I just read to you was from. The end of the year, December 31st, and this was from December 1st. So in about 30 days, take a look at how these numbers increased. As of December 1st, December 1st, you had 350 officers shot in the line of duty compared to ending the year with 378 officers. Um, you had 42 officers that were killed compared to ending the year with 46 officers. And then you had 138 officers shot and killed in a hundred, uh, I'm sorry, shot in 108 ambush style attacks compared to 115. So that, that number stayed the same, but you had a little bit more ambush style attacks, but officers wasn't shot. So then as I keep going and I'm scrolling their page and kind of seeing what else they had on there to talk about, I came across these stats so these stats are all from different years, and I'm going to start from 2018. And this is the number of officers that were shot and the number of officers killed. And I'm reading you this to show why I always say, and I'm not the only one, but why it is said that war on officers is real and is continuing to happen. So these numbers are as of December 1st, December 1st of 2023. In 2018, you had 237 officers shot, 53 killed. 2019, 293 officers shot, 50 killed. 2020, 312 shot, 
47 killed. In 2021, 346 shot, 64 killed. In 2022, you had 331 shot and 62 killed. And then we ended year 2023 with 378 shot and 46 killed. Um, that that's that's disturbing to me. Not only because I'm a police officer, but that should be disturbing to everybody, especially if you have family, friends, loved ones that's in this profession. Um, that should really bother you and make you take a step back and and ask yourself why is this happening? Where like where does it where did this take a turn from just looking at 2018? where you had 237 officers shot, which is still a lot, compared to 378 officers shot in the line of duty. Um, you know, who who is to blame? Do you blame law enforcement for, you know, some people say it's law enforcement fault that this is happening to us, and I'm going to say as a, us as a profession, because the way that people have been treated, people as the citizens have been treated for so long, across the country um can you blame the media for it because you notice you don't hear none of you don't hear nothing about all these officers being shot and killed in the line of duty on cnn i can't tell you the last time there was a a a big controversial uh news story involving law enforcement that that made national news that made social media that that created an uproar because why? It doesn't fit the agenda to create that racial that racial divide, that racial tension between blacks and whites and law enforcement and African American communities or minority um, minorities in law enforcement. Um, so it, who is to blame? Is it the media or is it politicians? Um, you know, or is it the leaders of the cities? You know, which of course are still politicians. You know. So the problem is, is so many people are being silent to this issue. This is an issue, just like everything else is an issue. Yes, the way law enforcement may handle uh, certain cultures and certain communities is an issue. Not taking that away. Yes, some some cities, some states are better than others. But, of course, we get looked at as a whole, and I don't want to take nothing away from that. But... As a citizen in the community, just because it's not happening in your backyard doesn't mean it's not an issue. Let's flip the coin on the other side. Just because um, racial tension and and the way cops are handling people in in other states or other communities, just because it's not happening in your backyard doesn't mean it's an issue. Um, but we can only we can only change what we could what we could change, you know. Um, I, I, me being in Texas, I, I don't have no influence, at least yet, should I say, on what's happening in, in Seattle or New York or Baltimore or hell, even, even across the state of Texas, you know? So this is my way by having my podcast of trying to make that change and bring some attention and some education to my listeners. So, again, um, the, the Fraternal Order of Police has some solutions. Uh, and I didn't, I didn't look this up, but it says pass the Protect and Serve Act in the revolving door criminal justice system, which 
that's that's the issue. I could do a whole episode on on that revolving door in the criminal justice system. Um, stop the war on cops. Stop treating cops like scum. Stop the hateful rhetoric and stand with your officers, and address the historic staffing crisis. Ooh, recruiting. That could be a whole a whole episode within itself. Talking about recruiting, man. I think my department is about. 20 to 30 officers short right now. 20 to 30 officers. Bro, that's a whole shift that you can make with 20 to 30 officers. And that's just talking like patrol officers, like people that's out in the street. But people ask, why nobody want to sign up to be a cop? The, I mean, at least out here, the money is, is fairly good to do what you do. Um, it could be, it could always be better, but it could also always be worse. Um, in, in other states and other cities. But ask yourself, why why is law enforcement having such a, a crisis in recruiting? Um, what what can we do as a as a as a country to make people want to do this job? You can only flash money at so much before before that that won't that won't fix all money won't fix all problems, you know. Um, how how do you, how do these officers how are these officers being treated? Um, you know what would what would make people want to be a cop is what we should be asking ourselves. So moving along, like I said, I ain't gonna get too deep into all this. I just want to to um, shed some light on these numbers. So moving to the suicide numbers as of December uh, December twenty 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 three. This comes from firsthelp.org. Uh, I got that from Michael Suguru's page. Um, suicides, you had three dispatchers for the whole year of 2023 committed suicide, six EMT personnel, and 24 firefighters, and 125 police officers. Again, that is the issue. Those numbers are way too high. Um for for any profession but what are we doing to make sure our officers have good mental health you know we always focus on everybody else's mental health mental health but what are we doing to focus on the people that's protecting us that's going out there and making sure that we are good you know we have to deal with everybody else's problems but who is there to give us an ear to hear our problems and give us solutions. I always said it's funny that as a police officer, we could go out there on the shift where there's eight, 10 or 12 hour shift and have the answer to everybody problems, be a marriage counselor. Even if you're not married or never been through these problems, you could be a, a, a counselor to parents on, on how to parent their children, whether you have children or not. I mean, my son about to be two years old and I remember I was giving advice on <laughs> I was giving advice to parents on how to parent their kid. I don't even have kids. But that was coming from my experience as law enforcement and seeing different things and seeing different parent styles, some that worked, some that didn't. Or just if I was in your shoes, what I would do. Uh, but we have all these issues and uh, we have all these solutions to everybody else's problems. But you can't even parent as law. <laughs> cops can't even parent their own kids. Uh you know, you have all these marital problems and you come home and you can't even handle your own marriage. But like I said, man, it's, it's, it's wild times. Um, and my goal is to 
help come up with solutions to all these problems and just have a platform to give different people voices to help better figure out these these problems. Um, I have a lot of big plans for this year. One of my goals, me and my wife done a goal board, and one of my goals was to be more consistent with my podcast episodes, um, whether that's every week, every other week, or, you know, a couple times a month. But that's my goal is to be more consistent. Man, I have so much information in my notes section of my phone. I have so much topics I, I, I jotted down to talk about. I have so many special guests I, I need to bring on. People asking me to come and, and talk uh, on the show, and it's, it's just me. I've been dropping the ball. I ain't much go hold you. I have been dropping the ball on that. But um, but that's about all, man. Like I said, I just wanted to come in here real quick and talk to y'all just to say Happy New Year, introduce the new podcast name, and that's about it. But as always, I'm going to leave y'all with a word of encouragement. And it's just five things, five things, short and sweet. So here are five things to quit this year. Make this your goals. Quit trying to please everyone. Quit fearing change. Quit living in the past. Quit putting yourself down and quit overthinking. You know, just to kind of talk about the living in the past. Stop being so hard on yourself. Whatever happened, it happened. It's dead and gone. So get out there and live life. Be the best version of you that you could be. Remember, every day is a new day to be better than you were yesterday. This is K-Sam. Thank you for tuning in.